Well, welcome back. Um, if you're listening to this again, I guess that's more relevant. Um, more uh, welcome back to me. It's been a few weeks since I did a podcast um, or a recording or whatever you want to call this, this sort of audio diary. Um, you know, things have progressed, things have changed, things have improved, things have worsened. You know, as I, you know, if you've listened to the previous episodes, you know, I talk a lot about my struggles, my daily struggles um, in general um, with anxiety and everyday life and sort of my mental struggle of turning 50, which is less than a month away. Um, you know, I, I actually started this podcast, um, you know, I just redid recording because I, when I started the previous attempt, I couldn't remember the name, you know, the imperfect me. Um, and I feel like it's somewhat normal, right? Like, you know, um, you know, at least from a very isolated way, um, you know, what did I name something? Haven't really engaged with it for a few weeks, month, whatever it might be. But it's, it's this sort of like progression of my worry about my memory. And I, and I feel like there's, I, I don't think I have any sort of significant memory issue. You know, a lot of it is like very short term, um, you know, see something on my phone, go to my computer, forget what I was looking for, very in the moment. Um, you know, sometimes I have, I have struggles, um, you know, mixing up words. Uh, it's really, I, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's something that's just, you know, um, age, stress, anxiety, sleep. I, I don't know. Or maybe it is a start of something more significant. I don't know. Um, you know, but the, the problem outside of, you know, memory issue is, you know, my level of obsession with that. And then taking it to, okay, I can't remember a couple things or I mix up words or whatever it is, I have early stages of Alzheimer's or dementia or something. That sort of fatalistic mentality, I don't know if I use that word right, but I'll, I'll stick with it, is, is something that definitely dogs me um, and has dogged me for most of my life. And, and that's something where, you know, I, I, I was just listening to you know, part of a podcast where they talked about, um, you know, 90% of uh, the U.S. population or adults or whatever it was has some form of anxiety. I'm like, well, I mean, that makes sense because, you know, everyone, everyone worries about something sometimes, right? But I just think that the, 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 the level or really what anxiety is, I think is getting overblown a little bit. Um, and I don't mean to minimize anyone that suffers from just whatever anxiety, like you have your normal anxiety, you know, about, you, know, you might be worried about your bills. You might be worried about uh, whatever it is going on in your life. I mean, I feel like those are, that's normal, right? Like, I mean, if you don't have, you know, if you're not well off, and you're, you know, month to month with bills, but you're not worried about that. I, w I would actually be more concerned that you didn't have anxiety, 
about it, right? Um, you know, just people that, like public speaking, just people are, you know, they used to go up there and it's like nothing. Um, and I'm like, wow, okay. And there's a lot of people like me that, you know, get super anxious. Um, I just feel like we need to normalize anxiety a little bit because, you know, there's, there's sort of the day-to-day anxiety, which I feel is, you know, it's acceptable. But then there's this sort of ongoing, no anxiety. And I think that's where, you know, a lot of this, a lot of the attention needs to be brought to. Because, you know, that's the stuff where, you know, anxiety about everything is really where you start seeing those long-term impacts. You know, and, and I don't know, I don't know where I am with that. I feel like day-to-day anxiety is less, but, you know, but then when I get in those moments, my anxiety shoots through the roof. Um, I feel like I'm also someone that needs to feel anxious to feel normal. I don't know if that makes makes sense, but I do feel like it's a big part of who I am. From anxious about, I mean, the littlest things. It, it doesn't even matter. Like anxiety is something that feels so baked into my core existence that if I don't feel anxiety, something's wrong. And and that's a little bit of how I feel now. I mean. I definitely feel anxious um, about a lot of different things, but like the level of it, like the day-to-day now, granted, if I look at it right now, I don't have any like big meetings that I feel anxious about. <clears throat> There's nothing health-wise, I mean, except for my memory, which I mean, I don't know if that's an issue or not, um, that I feel very anxious about. There's, you know, there's nothing triggering it. So then I feel like, well, there's something wrong, right? Like then it's almost like, okay, is my memory causing me to feel less anxious because I'm losing who I am? Like that's a real, real thought in my head is, you know, is, is that, um, and I, I don't know how to, I don't know how to overcome that. Um, you know, it, it, there's, and, and I don't know, and, and this is something where like, I really should talk to a therapist or someone, an expert, because, you know, there was, you know, and, and some of the other episodes, most recent ones, really went into a lot of this, where I had a rough summer. I had a rough few weeks. You know, it was it was mentally rough. Um, I struggled with my skin. I struggled with my weight. I struggled with my wife. Like all these things, I get this serious depression, and it just blankets over you with you know, which um, with negativity and just. 
everything. Um, you know, and, and a lot of that is improved. You know, I, I don't know what was uh, the switch. I, I don't know, maybe, I think in one of the episodes I talked about hitting rock bottom. I feel like I came as close to rock bottom as as I could. You know, if, and, and again, you know, suicide or anything like that is not a part of this conversation. But like, there's a, I don't know what, when you hit rock bottom, what what then happens? Is rock bottom like, okay, then you take your own life, right? Like, I, I don't know. Or is it just, I don't know what rock bottom is. But I feel like I got close to that. Not to close to ending my own life. That's I'm very clear about that. But like that rock bottom, which is, you know, the depression, the anxiety, the day-to-day, just... You know, the, it drains on you. And, and and it's really hard for anyone to, to understand. Because when you're in that moment, you know, you, you know, uh, oh, well, uh, you should do this. You should exercise. And that relieves, relieves anxiety and helps you feel better or this or that or all these different things. It's like, but when you're in that, you don't give a, a crap about any of that. You barely have enough energy to wake up and get out of bed. So I don't know for me if I went through that switch of like, okay, I hit rock bottom. I, I don't I don't know if I had that. And I don't know what is you know, what is the uh, you know, what is that that sort of inflection point? I don't know if I went through it. I don't, I, I don't know. And, and that's what's tough where, you know, where I'm, where I'm you know, I'm, I'm sitting here walking, barely, you know, the audio's probably awful, burping a little bit, you know, walking on the Paseo. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if, if this is like, I don't know what I'm doing, to be honest. All I know is that, and I've probably said this, is that I'm tired. I'm tired of being tired. I'm tired of being myself, right? So that's where, and this is where this, I mean, I would say messed up to a certain extent, where it's like, let's just say I have a memory issue. Well, then if that, if that should panic you, if that was a real issue. For me, I look at it as, well, would it be the worst thing if I forget a little of who I am? That's, you know, when you, if you have the, if you hear that, you probably, you know, that's, Whatever your reaction is to that statement. But for me, it's like, I would say for most vast majority of my life, I don't really like who I am, who I was. I've improved, I've progressed, I've done all that stuff. But 
I mean, like, there's a certain point. It's just exhausting. It's exhausting being myself. It's exhausting being me. And not in a, like, that's not a, like, oh, my God, I am so awesome. Oh, my God, you know, it's just so tough being me because I'm so great at blah, blah, blah. No, it's, like, the day-to-day worries, the day-to-day anxiety, the day-to-day you know, trauma I've been through, and I and I use that term trauma in a very, yeah, I really don't feel like I went through significant traumatic events. I've been through traumatic events, but nothing I would consider, you know, on the level of like, never abused, right? Like things like that. I've just been through events that traumatized me. And, you know, it's just... I don't know, like, you, you know, you look at your life and say, okay, here's zero to 50. And I mean, unless, you know, some sort of significant medical issue or whatever, I mean, there's a good chance I can live to a hundred based on where medicine's going, right? Theoretically. So just for easy math, it's like, okay, here's me zero to 50. Okay. Now what does 50 to hundred look like? If 50 to hundred looks like anything like zero to 50, I don't know if I want to go through that. And, and that's tough because, you know, there's a lot of pieces to that where I'd say, let's say the first half of the 50 was more, much more about myself than more of the second half of the 50 was more about, you know, other people. So that 50 to 100, it has to be less about myself. Now I'm under a bridge and it's windy, so probably none of this is getting through from an audio perspective. But anyway... You know, that's what I'm, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what what the switch is. I don't know if I'm going through that. You know, I want to get into that, like, you know what? Like, things are actually really good. Like, just enjoy the day. You know, that mentality. I've never had that mentality. You know, so I wonder, you know, this goes back to that you know, that comment, like maybe the rock bottom of a month ago, more than a month ago, if that mentally just like kicked my brain, right? I'm like, I'm hoping that there's a point where, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm changing fundamentally who I am. And that could be, you know, a lot of stuff from daily habits to medicine to whatever takes a long time to actually have a significant impact, right? Well, maybe, um, you know, maybe it is a, you know, maybe that's what I'm seeing, right? Because like one of the things I started, oh gosh. I don't know how long ago, sometime, a few months ago, let's say, is waking up with and kind of having, you know, daily gratitude. You know, what am I grateful for? And, you know, that thing I feel like has helped. And something I would recommend to people, right? You know, like meditating, I don't know. 
one, like I get him, I don't want to meditate in front of other people or like have people think I'm, med- I, I don't know. It's just like the only time I've ever had a significant meditative practice was at when I would do it at work, you know, five minutes, right? 10 minutes at the most, right? I mean, that's not interrupting anything. I, you know, I, I just think that the daily gratitude is something that I'm hoping that that shifts my mindset, right? From waking up about everything that's not going right to everything that is going right, right? And I think that's the, that's the shift that I'm hoping happens, right? That moment of like, listen, Kieran, you know, yeah, there's all these negative things and those are valid, but look at all these positive things. I mean, that's where, you know, that's where I want my focus to be. I've never been a positive person. I want to be the person's like, yeah, XXX is bad, but oh my goodness, look at this. This is how awesome. Look at that. You know, and I feel like that will have a, a significant impact on, you know, the next 50. Right, because I'm, I'm, I'm looking at like, what do I, you know, if I keep talking about well, what do I want the next 50 to look like. I just want to be happy. Right, like that's it. And yeah, there's a million other things that I want. I want to be financially secure. I want my kids to be happy and healthy. I want grandkids. I mean, I could go through a million different things. But none of that matters if I'm not happy. You know, there's a, um, the guy who said it, not Nas, Nas's, Nas's comment is, sleep is the cousin of death. I always confuse that where I'm a, I feel like it's a Nirvana lyric, but I could be completely off, is that I'm tired of living, but I'm afraid to die. Right? I'm tired of living, but I'm afraid to die of dying. I feel like that has been a good chunk of my life. And and that that's exhausting. And and at some point at some point I just hope that I just like my mind is like is my subconscious, my whatever is like, okay. Oh now it's windy. So again, I don't listen re listen to these podcasts. So she can't hear me. The one random person I'm going to listen to this is that I don't want that for the rest of my life. Right? Like, life is too good. My kids are happy and healthy. I, I have a beautiful wife. I, you know, I have a good job. There's, there's so many things to be positive about. My, my overall family is seems to be in decent health. Like, I, I, I just, there's so much that can be going wrong. So I'm hoping then, like, well, you know, am, am I able to rewrite my, you know, my mentality, my brain, without losing my memory, by the way, going back to one of the first things I talked about is 
you know, can I shift it? I think a lot of it comes with age, you know, naturally, where you just start getting, you just care less about like minor things, right? Some of the insecurities I've had, some of the, you know, just attitude, whatever it is in my personality, definitely has shifted with age. Um, you know, I definitely have less patience, which is crazy because I don't think I've ever had a lot of patience. I don't like, I, I don't have time, but I, I don't have time for people I don't care about. However, I think one of the things that has happened, and, and I think this is a byproduct of COVID and all the nonsense over the past few years, is I've developed a lot more empathy for everybody. And when I say everybody, I mean, doesn't matter <clears throat> your political affiliation, doesn't matter your beliefs. Like, I feel like, because that's one of the things I think I talked about this in a previous podcast, is that empathy is what's lacking in this world. You know? So I'm hoping that that empathy that, that I'm feeling for other people I'm hoping that then can I reverse that back into myself? Can I have empathy for what I'm going through? Who I am? You know? I, I just want to be I just want to be better. And and you know, like, I don't know how to get there. And, you know, it's so easy for people to talk about, you know, like, you know, this, that, the other thing. It's just like, but when you're in the grind, like, like weight loss, right? It's like, oh, yeah, if you do this, 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 this. It is so hard to stick with something, to deprive yourself of calories or snacks and this. It's so hard. It's something that no one says is easy, but everyone has an easy plan for, right? Like there's always that disclaimer of, well, you're gonna have to work for it. Well, yeah. It's the consistency. That's where I feel like I have a significant challenge in front of me because now we're going back into the next 50. So let's just say I can figure out my mental state. Okay. That's one thing. But then my physical state is a whole nother ball game. Right? I mean, I'm probably, uh, what, this morning I was 201.4. 201 pounds. 201.4 four ounces? Yeah, let's just say that. Whatever. So, that, I mean, this shows my memories, okay, if I can remember what I weighed this morning. Right? Um, I've been trying to get consistently below 200 for probably a year. I've been trying to probably get below 190 for probably three or four years. Um, you know, and, and that's the struggle. Not to make this a diet weight loss episode. But that's something that obviously is tied to everything else, right? Like, you know, I talked about 
my skin and my self-confidence and my self-esteem, so much of that is tied to, you know, me physically. But what, like, let's say six, five, six, seven years ago, I got down to 160, right? And I've never been really in considerable shape, except for when I met my wife, ironically, that's probably the best shape I've ever been in. No, no surprise there to be able to land her. Um, is that, that, that 160, I, I don't though recall any sort of like, oh man, I felt great or I felt wherever. And I don't know why, right? Like, because now I feel like, and I think it's that like dangerous mentality of like, oh, if, well, if I only weighed 160, I would have everything. I would be confident in this and that. I was there. I don't recall, I don't look back at that and say, oh, that was the happiest I've ever been. So I don't know if that's holding me back. It's like, like really, what am I going for? Right? Like, what, what, what's, the, what's the goal here? Like, it, it's a mentality. That's where I have to look at the next 50 years. Say, okay, what do I want to do? What do I want to accomplish? What do I want to happen? Not have whatever it might be. And I mean, it all comes down to, I just want to be able to live like a comfortable, fairly active life. Right? Like, I would love to be athletic and, you know, being 70 years old and climbing mountains. But that's, that's not, like, to my core what I, like, would make me happy. It's just more of the, you know, the, the, the I mean, it's, I, I guess I'm looking at too isolated because really what, it should be is that I can use, I can experience those things with my kids, my grandkids, my wife. So then that makes me think about, well, maybe I'm being way too selfish because if I'm only looking at it from an isolated perspective of, well, what is this going to bring to me? Well, that's pretty effing selfish. What is my happiness and health? Forget my, forget me for a minute. What would that bring to people in my life? I mean, that's kind of a significant aha moment, right? Like, if you stop making it about you, and it's more of other people. I mean, that's that could be something significant. I don't know how to process that. Right? Maybe that's the problem here. It's too much of the anxiety, the diets, the, the self-esteem, all these things are so reflected internally that if we don't care enough about ourselves, that's not a significant enough trigger to change. Right, because like I've said, I've been through been through this for fifty years almost. 
well, this is kind of just who I am. And so subconsciously, I just accept it. I'm like, oh, this is just who I am. I'm never going to change. I don't want to change. Too hard to change. Whatever happens, happens. I definitely have that. I definitely have that like, so what? Okay. Whatever happens, happens. But maybe that's the, that's the problem we all have. Maybe we got to look more externally and say, by me changing, this is the impact it's going to have on the people I care about the most. If I died tomorrow, there's, oh, there's so many moments, not to go down this rabbit hole again, but there's so many moments where you have like, people would be not better off without me, but really, what am I bringing? I won't go down that rabbit hole, right? I've, I've been through, I've been down that. But if you look at this from a macro level, if I wasn't around, like, being there for my kids, right? Forget the, you know, the day-to-day kind of whatever. But I feel like, I feel like I could offer my children a lot as they grow older. A lot of, a lot of love, right? Which I don't think they lack. Like a lot of like, like how to's. You know, whether they rely on me or not, like I feel like they would, they would miss out on like that fatherly advice that really only could come from me because I know them better than anyone else. I feel like the experiences that we would have could help how they interact and raise their kids. Now we're kind of breaking the cycle, right? Like I, I know, you know, my oldest son has significant anxiety. I mean, I know he gets that from me. And some of that is nature, some of that is nurture. You know? So that's where, you know, maybe I can be better at leading by example and help them today so that they're not turning 50 and going, oh man, I don't know how much long I can do this for. And, and they have a very different life than I had. Um, I haven't been the best father. I haven't been perfect father, but I've been a pretty good father. Definitely can, you know, definitely list out a million things that I probably wish I could have done better, but I can also list a million things I did pretty well. You know, so maybe for as long as I am alive, my goal, my reality can be leading by example and helping them. And, and that does, you know, go down to, you know, weights and things like that, right? Like, I mean, they're all teenagers, so, you know, they're indestructible, but healthy habits are things that you can pick up and improve your life almost at any time, right? You know, then there's the interaction with my wife. And, you know, I definitely think about, would she be better off with someone else? I mean, God, God bless that guy. My wife is a lot and, and in, a, in a great way. 
Um, but then what am I, what's my value to her? That's something I have to figure out more. Like I, outside of love and like the life partner stuff, right? But like, what am I, what am I giving to her for the next 50 years? You know, I, I hope that I can help. I think what something I'm very good at is helping her be the best version of herself. She wants to be, you know, do these crazy hikes and adventures, like pushing her, go, 100%, giving her, you know, REI gift cards, get what you need, go do this, no matter how it makes me feel, right? Helping her be the best version of herself. That's probably, that's probably the best thing that I could do. And then in turn, that's leading by example for her and our kids and our grandkids, right? So, I mean, that's, that's something, you know, that, that me working on myself can impact everyone around me. Then I think if I look back and say, okay, here's who I am, here's what I've done, here's how I improved, whatever. This is the impact I've had on these, these people in my life. Because then, you know, there's that moment of, you know, we're all lying there, or maybe not lying there, but you know, our final moments saying, well, what did I accomplish? You know, what became of my life or whatever it might be? Well, then it becomes less about that and more about, look what my family has accomplished. Look at what my, who my kids are. They're happy. They're healthy. They're loved. Then that's, I mean, I don't know what's more fulfilling. Um, I don't know. I got to think this through a little bit. You know, I think maybe that's the shift I need. Maybe that's a shift the world needs. Is that we need to stop making it about ourselves and making it about other people. Because then, you know, true, tra- true change can happen. So, I don't remember what episode this is. Episode 8, 9, 7, something like that. This is the imperfect me. Remember that. Um, and I think that's a, <laughs> a good place to end. Um, I don't know what else to say. I think there's a lot more to say. There's a lot more to think about. And I hope that the next time I record this, I have definitely in a better spot than the last recording. And I hope I continue to be progressing. Um, you know, again, this is just a audio diary. I don't know if anyone listens to this or not. But if they do, I think probably the biggest takeaway is that, you know, you're not alone in whatever you're dealing with. Big, small, you know, like, it just you're not. There's someone going through it. There's someone that's been through it. And, you know, I think the best thing is, you know, things will get better, or hopefully. So that's it. I'm home. Thanks for listening.